Hello, and welcome to the very first podcast of More Than a Woman. And you ask, what is More Than a Woman? So we're here. My name is Gina Romano, and I have my partner in crime, Terry Parker. And we're going to talk a little bit about what our podcast is, what we want to achieve, and what you can look forward to in the future with More Than a Woman. So, Terry, talk to us a little bit about where the More Than the Woman concept was created. It was actually created by Terry. Um, I just came along for the ride. So I'm going to let her tell the story of where it all began. So first, thank you, because we wouldn't be sitting here without you. So mm-hmm. honestly, I mean that sincerely. But um, yeah, so basically what happened, first, I kind of want to rewind for a second um, a little bit about Gina and I and what we have uh so much as a commonality, which is super cool why we're here, is that we both have, you know, three sons each. Uh, We both have grandsons. Uh, Neither one of us has a granddaughter yet. And so... uh, Which makes them more than a woman even more ironic, don't you think? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I feel like there's just, uh, you know, we're surrounded by men all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, oftentimes in uh, being in a male-dominated business industry, um, it's just all so awesome to have somebody that had so much in common that understood where I was coming from when I when I came up with this idea. And so, and I think that's uh, let's just touch a little bit on who we are, right? So, uh, like Terry said, we connect it through business. So I own a brokerage, uh, a boutique company where we sell residential real estate. And Terry Parker is a uh, vice president of Cross Country Mortgage, correct? Right. Tell yep. me we use your title. Yeah. So we kind of connected. Uh, it's got to be five years ago now. Yeah. About five years ago. I actually stalked Terry on social media <laughs> because I tend to stalk people that are doing what I want to do. And then I reach out to them and I find out what they're doing and how they're doing it. So I stalked her. She was very honored that I did. We made a connection. It was instant. And I think it was because we both have very similar backgrounds as far as we've both been married for a long time. I'm going on 30 years, I think. 32. Yep. And we both have three boys. We both have, I have three grandsons. She has two grandsons. So it was just, we just hit it off right away. And we intertwined our businesses together. And she became uh, one of my um, preferred partners that I work with on a daily basis. So that's kind of the background of how we met. And then we'll fast track five years later. (laughs) Terry comes out with this brilliant idea and throws it at me. So talk about where this idea was created. So Gina and I uh, usually will meet at a coffee shop in our neighborhood uh, a couple times a month. And we talk about business and different things. And so I came to her when my son was getting married. And my daughter-in-law, my now daughter-in-law at the time, was uh, living with us. And something horrible happened. Her mom, you know, died suddenly. She actually doesn't know, so she'll hear this on the podcast for the first time, that this is where More Than Women actually started. So it's going to be kind of cool to hear right. her feedback. But um, And so her, you know, her mom uh, suddenly passed away, which was awful. And honestly, um, I didn't really have that much of interaction with her mom uh, when she was alive, even though she resided in my home. And, you know, I just felt so horrible about that. We're so busy in our own lives, doing our own things, even in my own home, that when she would come, you know, visit Marissa, I didn't really um, go out of my way to make her feel super comfortable. And then when she passed away, I felt terrible, right? And so, um, so long and short is fast forward, you know, my son's not getting married. And, uh, you know, I had all this anxiety for her on, you know, who is she going to dance with? 
right? Um, and who's going to be there for her? Um, because, you know, her parents just weren't, you know, there. And so, um, you know, to make a long story short, you know, basically I had decided, I said, hey, I have this great idea. Um, I like the More Than Woman song from the Bee Gees. And so I think it would be a great idea if, you know, at the wedding, all the girls would get up, dance with the bride to more than a woman. And I was super nervous about it. And so uh, day of the wedding, turns out we ended up not doing that. She danced with her sister. And so which was super cool. That was, yeah, that was neat too. And it was so emotional, right? It was, it like was so yeah. emotional and yep. beautiful. And, mm-hmm. you know, the bond they have is ridiculous, which is a perfect example of how women should have a bond with each other the way that they have a bond, they right? They do. They have a very special bond. Um, it's super As sweet. Sisters, it's super cool, yeah. Yeah, like how, you know, yeah. how close they are and all. And so, um, so anyways, um, you know, basically we, uh, you know, I came to Gina and said, hey, I have this idea, like this more than only concept. I think, you know, what I learned from that experience is that we should support women more. There's so much envy, like in our day-to-day life, not just in business between women. Uh, We don't really support each other, Uh, you know, other than your immediate close friends, you know, you kind of sometimes don't listen when somebody really needs you. You don't really know what's going on in someone's day, sometimes on the other end of the phone. And everybody's just so caught up, especially with social media and their own life right now. Mm -hmm. And so I said, hey, I want to do this thing. I kind of have a vision of what it would look like, but uh, I'm terrible, you know, I'm not really great at public speaking. And um, totally out of my comfort zone right now, obviously. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so I asked Gina to, to join me, and she rose to the occasion and, you know, killed it, basically. Yeah, so uh, I have the polar opposite problem. I do like to talk. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like to be the center of attention, so I have the, I have the polar opposite issue. But she came to me. Uh, she told me, you know, some of the things that she was thinking. And we originally, which is funny, because we originally actually started this probably for not the reasons that it ends up being. So we wanted to support women because that's where the concept more than a woman became. But through that, we were thinking more on a business aspect. So myself and and Terry both have just recently launched coaching businesses. Terry coaches in her industry, and I also coach uh, mindset and in my industry. So we we said, well, you know, this will be a great platform for us to be in front of a lot of women and not only empower them, but, you know, maybe get them as coaching clients, right? Yeah. So that's kind of how the journey started. And then as it evolved and we got different ideas and we brought on speakers to be on stage with us and ask them questions and things like that, it it went in a polar opposite direction and it turned into something I don't think that either one of us actually thought that it was going to turn into. Uh, it was an extremely powerful event. It was it had to be gorgeous. It had to be stunning, right? Because we're <laughs> <Of> both, <laughs> even though we have boys and we've raised men, we are girly girls. They come. Yes, right? So we like makeup, sure. we like to dress up, um, you know, anything that has to do with being a woman, we we love that. Yeah, so, make, you fe- make yourself feel good. Right. So, and it's a part of, I think, being more than a woman. It's okay to be vain, I guess, is the word I would use. Sure. And want to look beautiful because I think a lot, for a lot of people, the way you portray yourself with confidence and how you look and it all, it all kind of goes together. It's so. like who doesn't buy a new dress or a new outfit and not feel amazing that day when they put it on. I mean, exactly, come on, right? Exactly. So, um, so we did this, we did it, right? I'm sorry. So we did it and, um, it, 
it uh, we it turned out amazing, did it not? Oh, it, was it was gorgeous. It was a gorgeous event. We had about 150 women. We had some vendors and sponsors, but we the fun part was the DJ and the the real uh, the meat of everything was obviously we had four women tell their stories. So I had chosen two women, and Terry had chosen two women that we felt that were stories that people needed to hear. And the concept behind, again, more than a woman is for us to be open and share some of the vulnerabilities that we all go through, because obviously nobody wants to talk about you know, social media has created such, at least I feel, um, perception is reality, right? So you look on social sure. media and everybody looks like they're having a great life. Everybody looks like they have all this cool stuff, great cars, fancy bags, and they're all in love and everything's wonderful at home. And, right. <laughs> and when you pull that curtain down, you really see that they're just like any one of us. We're all the same. Sure. We all have the same struggles. We all have, you know, the confidence where sometimes you're a little nervous. And, you know, so I think that we wanted to pull that curtain back of what social media perceives you as. Yeah. Is, and and kind of, you know, get down to to people's stories. And I think... Well, that, I think the biggest thing to go kind of backwards and what we wanted to really accomplish in this event. Now, mind you, we would be liars if we said, hey, we didn't have a motive. We were hoping to get business out of it. Right. You know, whether it be mortgages or coaching students or whatever, or real yep. estate and stuff like that, recruiting and, you know, all the business things that, that make us a living that has given us the opportunity to even be here today, right? With the community we have and stuff. But I think the biggest thing, and and this was the, this was the biggest thing when, when we started the event was, is that we wanted it to be real, which is what Gina's saying about the social media, right? Is that sometimes social media isn't really real. And so we said, hey, you know, we want to pick the, you know, speakers and we want people to come there and we want to give them this space where they can feel totally themselves and, you know, not feel like, you know, that, you know, they have to hold back or hide something or we wanted them to, you know, we were hoping that somebody would leave with a new friend as an example, right? Yep. Like someone they could call and things like that. And so, um, you know, we had this awesome agenda, right, about just making it really like real and honest and authentic. And there's so many like business uh, panels and events and all that. And they're, they're just all business, right? Right. And so, um, you know, how to, you know, do more business, how to make more money, how to have a better life, all that. But what we, what we really wanted to create, I think, was uh, like a sense of community between each other and how to be a better woman, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. And be the person that what they say, fix the crown. Right. Right. <laughs> Somebody talked about the crown twice this week, actually. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Deanna, yeah, you want to be the but... woman that fixes the crown, right? So, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. That was, that was you know, where as it progressed, that's where it had it. That, like you said, it's probably not where it started. Sure. But um, and then we, you know, we sat down, me and Terry, on one of our coffee coffee clutches, we'll call it. <laughs> and we're name. like, okay, you get two people, I'll get two people. Let's tell, you know, let's have people tell their story. And uh, my two women that I chose, I, I felt were, had a lot to bring to the table. One had literally, literally just got over uh, breast cancer. So, and oddly enough, the day after the event, she was headed to get her scans to make sure that she was still cancer-free. Wow. So that was pretty exciting. And she talked about, you know, what it was like to have breast cancer. Um, she had a daughter, what it was like to experience that with her child and how she wanted to be strong for her family and just everything that she went through. So I thought that was pretty cool. My she biggest takeaway, I mean, of course, um, you know, it's great that, you know, she's in a better place and all that. But I will tell you, one of the biggest takeaways that I got from her personally was that she 
was in the situation that she was in because she didn't get to the doctor on time. Oh, 100%. For whatever the reason was. And I think she was trying to hit that home. Yeah. That uh, it was during COVID. So she had skipped her mammogram, which, you know, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've skipped my mammogram. (laughs) Like five. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But she had skipped only one year because of COVID when we weren't able to get them. And then the following like year and a half later, when we were able to get scans and things like that, is when they actually found her breast cancer. So for me, it it agreed with you. um, Same thing. It was really powerful to me because I was like, wow, like. I'm so busy that that's one of the things that I always put off. I'm like, oh, I, I can go later. And well, then later ends up being a year. Like my husband's mom passed away in five months from cervical cancer. Right. Like in five months. Yeah, which is crazy. So think about our cyclical business, how quick months go by. Mm-hmm. Like in our business, it's mo- it's month to month. Oh, yeah. And when you think of it that way, it's like five months is like nothing. Yeah. And so if you get nothing out of this podcast, like, you know, one advice that I would give you or that at least that I took from it was, you know, get to the GYN, do that mammogram, go to that dentist appointment. Like, you know, as you get older, things just don't all work the same. Exactly. And I think we kind of prioritize things wrong most of the time because, you know, as women— we have 75,000 million things going on. Right. That's we, true. And you know? I, you know, that was probably the one thing that I, I got from her. And then the other uh, woman that I had on, uh, she had a great story as well. Um, she was a high school friend of mine. And she actually had got pregnant senior year in high school. This is kind of when they wouldn't let you walk in graduation. So, you know, again, it's going back pretty far ago. And um, her story was, you know, how she had different things happen to her throughout her life. But now she's this huge, successful businesswoman who actually she is a beast. And she does. Um, and I've learned so much from her. She's amazing, too. And she'll be one of our guests. And, the you know, the goal behind this podcast was to bring each one of those on because the feedback back that we got um, over and over when we sent out some surveys from the event was we loved it, but you didn't give us enough. Right. And it was impossible in that time frame that we had to de- really dive deep. So they were able to tell their story, but they weren't able to say like how they overcame it. Sure. And I guess for the podcast, it's like, you know, I came to Terry and I was like, Terry, I think, you know, I think a podcast would be a nice extension sure. of the more than a woman so that we can take one person in at a time for an hour, 45 minutes, whatever that is, and really dive in and they can go over how they overcame it what it looked like, what their raw emotions were, how their family reacted to the Because let's be real. Every woman has something to add. Absolutely. So we're looking at this one little thing, right? Yep. Like Renee's like business and her journey on getting there and how she prioritizes. Like one of my biggest takeaways with her, for anyone that wasn't there, was that, at least for myself, was that she invested in hiring an employee that was kind of like out of the salary, salary realm that she would have normally been used to. And, you know, let's just say that, you know, that normal position pays 50000 a year, and now she's paying them 120000 a year, hypothetically, right? Yeah. And so we all know that we we need to hire those people sometimes, and we're like, well, I don't really want to cut my own pay, you know, to mm-hmm. do that or whatever the case may be. And so what I loved about what she shared on top of all the other great things was that she said, hey, you know, investing in myself, in my business has given me better quality of life. And has made my business better. And she has an amazing life, too. She was in Paris for a month over the summer. So <laughs> she really has an amazing life. Yeah. So, and not a social media fake one. Yes, exactly. But, um, uh, yeah, so she th- she was great. And then um, Terry had two people on. Yeah. And you kind of so when it comes to Renee, just to say, I would say my advice in this podcast, if, you know, whoever's listening to it, is like, don't let fear stop you from doing those big things, those big wins. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Eugenia and I just did that. She hired an amazing, uh, what's what's Liz's title? Uh, she's a, a life, <laughs> uh, business and lifestyle manager. And she's made your life so much better oh in such a short period of time, right? Amazing, yeah. Yeah. And so I just hired my second uh, assistant who starts in about two weeks. I'm super excited. And so I think that we are now learning in this business, even for our other businesses, that you have to take that leap sometimes. Yep. And we let fear stop us from doing those great things sometimes, I think. Right. So I feel like more than a woman actually taught us something um, as we commentate and ask those questions to the, the women that were on the stage yeah. it actually taught us something so I think that's what our goal really is right yeah that's cool I didn't even think about it till like right this very second right. and, <laughs> and, and I think that if we build this community as more than a woman that we will create that and you know yeah. maybe one story won't relate but maybe something else will yeah and um, I think that's kind of where we're headed and yeah. I think that's, like I said, it's kind that's of taken great. a life of its own, which is super, super cool. Yeah. And then we had two other guests. Just talk briefly about them and, yeah. and what they what, what they had to talk so, about. So uh, one of the reasons I chose, you know, Tamika as, uh, you know, as my guest was that uh, she always was the yes girl. She was always like in 700 million committees and, you know, a single mom driving over an hour each way to work. And, you know, uh, every time I saw her, she was like in one event or the other. And I honestly just didn't know how she did it because I feel like we do a lot of things. Right. And so I had recently met with her a couple of weeks before and she said like, you know, no, I'm done. My life is better. I now I'm choosing when I'm saying yes. And I don't know if it was Warren Buffett 100%, but I know I've read tons of books that say you know, yes should be something that you really want to do. And we as women tend to say yes to so many things that we don't have time or really want to do. Isn't that the truth? Yes. So her, I know, hers was, she was the yes girl basically, right? Yeah. And um, it was it was her journey of how she became, and because a lot of times you don't want to say no because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, you don't want them to get mad at you <laughs> or, you know, because we base a lot of stuff on emotion. But so she was super cool. And then uh, your your other girl oh my was gosh. amazing. Melanie. She's just a rock star in her own. Um, I would I can't wait that, you know, we're going to bring each one of them back and do hopefully 45 minutes an hour and like really dive in. But talk about her because she was like unbelievable. She, like, I don't like makes like gives me goosebumps, honestly. Um, there are a lot of women that are superheroes and or just people, men and women, right? Like just in general. And so she came out so raw and so honest, um, even to the way that she was even sitting. She just came out so naturally. Mm -hmm. It was so funny. But she literally was like told her story with tremendous honesty she literally was like I was addicted to drugs I lived on a park bench I wasn't a good parent I lost my daughter I think she actually uh, shared a, a, post, um, a post on her Facebook page sharing this with her anniversary yep I've seen it um, and so long and short is uh, now her daughter's in college. She's a successful businesswoman. And it's like she literally scraped herself off the ground and put herself back together again from a place where, let's be honest, like a lot of people can't get there. Yeah, right. And so what's cool about her the most, which I know we're going to get to, is what happened after she spoke. Right. So the and and what Terry's referring to is the impact. So we knew it was cool. It was fun. We had a DJ. You know, we we had we even had wardrobe changes and going back to the whole glamorous thing. We had a champagne bar. Um, it was just it was just a beautiful it was event, awesome. and it, it was a it was a reflection of us and what we like to do and things like that. But. The, it, we sent out surveys and the impact that we got later and some of the people that connected with us and talked to us. And one one of my, uh, someone that I know actually came to me and 
um, got the courage to leave an abusive relationship at that point and said that if she wasn't there and didn't feel that energy in the room and listen to some of those stories like like um like Melanie? Melanie, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, like Melanie's story, that she might have not had the courage to do something that she did. Yeah. And then you also had yes. somebody approach you and tell you yes. another story. So I had been working with a particular real estate agent for over 10 years. And never did I ever know, ever, that she had any type of drug issue at all. And she called me the very next day and said that she was checking herself into detox. She came clean with her parents and her spouse about her drug addiction and that she literally went to rehab. I think she just celebrated her 90 days Wow! due to Melanie. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So she, the craziest part about this is that Melanie doesn't even know this yet, so she'll hear it on the podcast for the first time. Right. And Melanie, um, we need to get you back on because yeah. we want to hear more of your story. You didn't give us we, – we want more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just, you know, if nothing else, on top of, like you said, it being beautiful and fun and a, a day out for everyone yep. and all that great stuff, and we, we got to bond more and all that, the – the, the most awesome part was that, you know, we changed two people's lives. Right. And that's just the two people that we know. Right. So we're not sure of anybody else that that maybe it impacted, but I'm sure it did impact people because the stories were amazing. And, you know, we all learn by stories. And I always say that everybody has a story. It's just some people's is sadder than others. But by sharing stories, I feel like that's how we learn. That's how we heal. Yeah. And that's what I want to do with this more than a woman. That's my goal yeah. is to reach people at a whole nother level than we can, um, even locally. Right. So we're located in the South Jersey, Philadelphia area is where we're located. And um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, where we see more than the woman you know, where do we see it five years from now? Where do you it's see funny, it? Because I wrote down, you know, I'm a note taker. So I wrote down, where did we start? Where are we now? And where are we going? Right. Those are like my questions that I thought I knew we wanted to cover. Yep. And so we obviously talked about where we started. Yep. Uh, you know, we talked about where we are. So where we're getting ready to do our next one. Right. Yep. So we are planning our next event. We felt that it was so welcoming and we, you know, because we did affect at least two lives, maybe more, who knows, that we can't stop, right? And it and it's an honor to be able to have people up there that would be willing to share their story. Yeah. To help somebody else. So I know that I had a story um, I had talked a little bit about, and I'm not sure if we're going to have enough time to kind of touch on it today, but I talked about my story, which was um, how I ended up where I am today as a broker, uh, as a woman. It's, you know, it's not mostly the the industry it's women that are real estate agents but men usually run the brokerages or they're the boss in charge so it was a little bit out of the realm we're starting to see more women um, take that role on but I did it four years I'm starting my fifth year now and my journey started and I have stories I mean you know we can share things as we go through this podcast in further episodes but this particular one was kind of how I started my journey on to wanting to be a broker wanted to enrich people's lives and hopefully through the real estate industry I can do that as well and um, my mom passed away suddenly as well she was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer back in 2016. And she was my person. She was my best friend. She was my person that knew everything about me. She was every, she was just that person that I confided in for everything. So she never smoked a day in her life. And um, when she was dying in those two months, she said, if I knew I was going to die of lung cancer, I would have smoked a cigarette. <laughs> so she she still had a, a sense of humor. But um, and what what ended up happening is she didn't 
the tumor that she had was pressing on her vocal cord. She was very much like me, um, or I should say I'm very much like her, speaking a lot. She loved to speak. Um, When she walked in a room, people listened to what she had to say. And uh, unfortunately, the Lord took her voice. So in the last two months of her dying, she couldn't speak, which was crazy and trying to communicate her and things like that. But um, so that was one of the reasons, you know, I, of course she was only 69. So it was, it was, she was fairly young, didn't expect it. And it's just, you know, I talked about how, when something that happens to you like that, how it changes the trajectory of where you're headed. So, so I, do you think you're, you wanted your big, uh, like, um, which I wouldn't say takeaways, but one of the things that you really decided to do was to like live your dream by opening up your brokerage when that happened? I was because I was, she used to tell me all the time, you can do it, you can do it. She was, she didn't know anything about the industry. And she was like, you could be a broker. You should be your own company. And I'm like, mom, you have no idea what you're talking about, but that's okay. Look at Um, you now. Right. And then, you know, I kind of always was in the back of my mind because my mom was very entrepreneurial. I have a very entrepreneurial family. My grandfather owned a business. My great grandfather owned a business. So we have it in our gene to do that. But it's scary, you know, and um, to go out on your own in real estate and take all that that like that legal liability and things like that. But that definitely was a pivotal point or moment in my life sure. where I realized that you're really not guaranteed tomorrow. So you need to live for today. Yeah. And the things that you're afraid of are usually the things that end up being the best blessings. Yeah. So, um, you know, that that I talked about that in in the the More Than a Woman event. And like I said, there's, you know, Terry shared, uh, she's been extremely successful in what she does. And, you know, what that looked like when your kids were smaller, right? Well, I said to Gina, I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to, you know, talk about. Because, again, everybody has their story. And Gina and I wanted to kind of share a little bit of ours after the speakers. And obviously, you know, with Gina being my friend, she knows the thing that I struggle with the most on a day-to-day now, which is— the, you know, one of the things I would love to share with people so they don't do the same thing, which, of course, it's like that thing that everybody tells you, right? Everybody tells you these things. And when you're younger, you just don't listen because you're like, that's never going to be me. I'm never going to feel that way. I'll fix it tomorrow. And then now, all of a sudden, fast forward, you know, it's 30 years later, mm-hmm. right? So Joe's 30, you know, Nick's 23, Jack's 15. And it's like, yeah, you know, I also was pregnant at 17, you know, was on welfare, didn't go to college. And now, you know, yes, I would I would definitely say I feel like super successful and blessed mm-hmm. that I have that ability to do that. Um, you know, like, you know, right now I literally manage and own three different companies, which is insane. Yep. But, uh, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, my number one regret is that I did not like, you know, it's going to sound horrible to say, but I don't know. I don't think being honest, if I was like the best mom, it's because I was a business dad. And so, you know, oh, I love that, you I know, was a business dad. I like that. Yeah. You know, so you took the opposite role. Yeah. And it's nothing against, you know, my husband, who's fabulous. I could have never did it without him. Right. right. And he worked and we're partners and he did his part, too. But, you know, let's be honest. Right. Men don't have to worry about the things that women have to worry about. Mm-hmm. On top of putting ourselves together and keeping yep. ourselves together and looking presentable and things like that. You know, a guy can get ready in 15 minutes. A girl's going to take an hour, right? right? It's just like anything if else. If we're lucky. Right? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so, you know, so I was honest about that. And I got great feedback from some of my friends in the room. Even my own daughter-in-law that was like, I didn't know that you ever felt that way. And so, you know, uh, you know, it's a conversation I probably should have with my kids at some point. Oh, I think they're going to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want them to like resent me for choosing other things 
instead of them sometimes. Right. And with any successful person, whether it be a mom or a dad, a woman or a man, mm-hmm. there are sacrifices that you have to make. And if somebody doesn't, you know, if somebody tells you like, oh, you can have it all and there's not going to be any sacrifices, that's not really true, I don't believe. Right. And I think a lot of people feel the way you do that are successful. And again, whether it's, you know, we te- this is more than a woman, obviously, but, you know, it could be a dad who has to travel a lot and is in his home as much yeah. as he wants to. And so I think everyone goes through those struggles, which when you talked about that, I, I think there was a lot of people that were kind of at the edge of their seat and listening because I, I think more people struggle with that than you think. Yeah, it's just, I don't think it's and something that people are honest industry. about, though, too. It's like you have that guilt. It's in your heart. You never want to bring it up because in reality, you don't want to admit it to yourself, I think. That's what's me. Right. Like, I think through coaching and, you know, having a, my husband as my best friend and talking to him and stuff like that, I think is where I got to that place where I could actually be honest with myself, which ultimately made me feel better. Right. Um, but, um, you know, you have to, if anything else, I would love to look at the women that work for me. I have a lot of female loan officers or business women that work for me that have small children and I'm like hey go home like mm-hmm. at four o'clock call that client back and tell me you'll call them at seven o'clock tomorrow morning they they'll be fine with it at the end of the day like yes we're making you know we're doing mortgages which is a big deal for clients you want to give good service and all that but I'm sure if the client knew that you'd be neglecting your yep. child they would be like hey call me tomorrow you know right. and so I think that's a big um I think that's something that people really need to think about and I, I would say that getting real with myself about it was the biggest, like, uh, you know, big, big moment for me, I think, yeah. personally. And Which remember, you helped me get there, by the way. I, well, you know, I remember we were sitting in the, uh, at like, a green room, I guess. We were waiting to go on stage. And um, Terry was nervous. You're super, super nervous, right? And <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to get up there and tell my story. Because <laughs> it's my story, and I want to own it. And I'm just going to tell it like it is, right? And Or at least, you know, my my take of what it is. So um, I said, just go up there, Terry. Just be you and kind of talk about you know what your struggles are it's your story and she did and you hit it out of the park it was amazing so I think that's another thing that I've learned with all these uh journeys and we recently went on vacation together Mm -hmm. and making new friends and all this stuff is that you know I'm in this new place I think more than woman is a big part of it where you know I learned from Melanie and Tamika and Renee and all the women that you know we just have to be more honest and so I think women have a lot of uh, flaws because we're like defensive or we're scared or, you know, all, you know, we, we have low self-esteem and then. But we want to look like we're put together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But underneath that somewhere, there's this like level of honesty that doesn't come out. Right. And so, uh, you know, I just I think that we need to do a better job as a like as a society to do that in business and in real life. Right. I, agree. I think personally. But yeah. Um, and so then where, where are we, we headed? You said five years. I'm oh, like, yeah, oh where are we going to be? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just throwing that question out there. I think Oprah uses it a lot. I don't know. <laughs> oh, five years. Okay, Oprah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where do you where do you see more than a woman um, it, within? Let's say in the next couple of years, where do you see? I it? would love to do our event in Philly, obviously. Yep. I would love to do the next one in South Carolina because you know that's my spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to do one in Florida because I know you like it down there. That's my spot. Yeah. And I think we need to take it everywhere. I think there's people everywhere, women everywhere, that can benefit from us just bringing things to light that a lot of a lot of people just don't want to talk about or, you know. Agreed, agreed. And I same as you. Um, I think that we take we we both decided that you know we need to take the show on the road. We need to share it with other people. Hopefully, with the podcast, we can reach out to other you know the masses as well and touch other people's lives. And for me, I think you get to a point. Um, 
I'm gonna say my age, which a woman's never supposed to do, but I'm 55 years old. It was a, it's a real pivotal age for me this year. You look fabulous. <laughs> and, um, you know, you start to think like, why are you here and what do you give back? Because I've done extremely well in my career and I'm, you know, started this brokerage and it's, it's headed in the direction at least that I want it to for now. Um, but, you know, it's time to give back to other people. And I'm trying to do that through my brokerage, through my coaching. And this is just another extension of that for me. That's sure. That's kind of what I feel. So yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm super excited to to get it out there to people. I don't I think it's a little bit different than everybody does, like you said. Um, at least in our industry, it's a lot of it's a lot of skill based, it's a lot of, you know, a tactical and things like that. And sure. this is gonna touch more on the emotion. This is gonna get raw with a lot of different people. I'm excited to meet the people because I love people. I you know, that's why I probably got into real estate. Um, so I think to hear people's stories yeah. and to be able to share them and how they overcame. Because at the end of the day, you know, we we want to help people overcome some of the things that they're experiencing well, it's in funny. life. You know, I did my mission statement with my marketing girl recently for um, my coaching company, TMI, and my, um, my, my, you know, tagline or mission statement or whatever it's called is it, uh, change your life. And so I think more than a woman is a place where you can come in, this is the way I see it anyway, mm-hmm. and literally come in and leave and actually change your life. That's how I see it. I see it that big, literally, yeah. which I didn't initially. Yeah. I was like, I'm not sure I want to do this. I don't know if I want to do another one. Um, you know, it's a lot of work. It is. It's you a know, lot of work. it's a lot of effort. It takes a big team. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that yep. do a lot of stuff. Yep. So thank you, girls and guys, for all your hard work. Yep. Especially our husbands yes. that were there. Exactly. And carry furniture in. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking it down, putting it together, supporting us as always. Yeah. Yep. But I think that is the biggest thing I would say is that. If I were to say, answer your question and say, where where do I see it as to where it's going? I would say I'm hoping that it would help change people's lives, not to be corny or anything. Yeah, I agree. But that's I what agree. I would say. And uh, I think on that note, right, we kind of told our stories. We told you a little bit about more than the woman. We told you where it's headed, where it's going. Look out. We're uh, headed to the Philadelphia area. I believe in early 2024 is where we're working towards. And we should be locking down information of where we're going to have the event shortly. And once we do that, we'll roll it out, whether it be here on the podcast or we want you to follow us on social media as well. We're on Facebook, More Than a Woman, right? Yeah. And you can like our page and you can uh, follow us there. And some of the things that we'll be doing will be on there. Yeah. And then we'll be back with special guests as this podcast progresses, which I'm super excited about. And uh, yeah, I think that's a wrap for our first show. What do you think? I think it was great. Thank you, everybody, for stay tuned, uh, for tuning in. Thank you. We're super excited. We're not perfect. We're just everyday women doing doing our thing. Doing our best. We're doing our best, (laughs) just like every woman out there. So hopefully this resonates with you and uh, tune in for the second uh, podcast of More Than a Woman. Thanks, guys. Thank you.